Hi, this is David Mish. I'm a screenwriter. I wrote for Mork and Mindy, The Muppets Take Manhattan, and Saturday Night Live. And you're listening to the Then Is Now podcast. Warning, warning. Today's episode contains spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie or TV show that we are talking about, we highly recommend that you watch it first, then listen to this episode. Thank you. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. of Halloween. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Then Is Now Podcast's 2023 event called 13 Days of Halloween. I'm your host, Rigor, and our topic this year is werewolf films. Joining me today is frequent guest host, Michael, as well as uh, Dantes Alexander, the Prince Regent of Electronic Dance Music, who is now becoming a frequent guest host. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, hey. thanks for having me again. Awesome, awesome. We did an awesome uh, Teen Wolf recording the other day, so that was fun. Oh, yeah, I missed that one. Damn. Yeah, that was fun. I, I mean, it's Teen Wolf. You can't go wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. We kind of, at least for me, I discovered, like, I, I was kind of, you know, ambivalent when it first came out. I thought it was okay. But, you know, looking back, it had it had just come out after uh, Back to the Future. So it was hard yeah. to live up to the Back to the Future hype. And then, of course, we had, we had prior to that, we had The Howling and The uh, American Wolf in London. So it was right. like, our, my expectations personally were far different than what the movie delivered. But watching it this time, I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> so, all right. So, our film today is the horror comedy Werewolves Within from 2021, starring Sam Richardson. Um, this movie is relatively new, and we might end up spoiling the end because we always say we always put a spoiler disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. So, um, yes. if you don't want to know how it turns out, uh, go watch it on Hulu before you listen to this in its entirety, and then come back. So, yes. Should affect our snowshoes. What? People do that. You know, fun fact, not only is it the oldest, but remains one of the most effective means of traversing the ice. Wow. Yeah, you're gonna fit right in at Beaver Field. Everything here is a little questionable. Ranger! The people. The weather. Everything. Oh. are amped, and something's wrong with the generator. Which generator? All of them. Make it on the internet! Uh, also, there's a dead body under your porch. Holy! Probably a wolf. What, are you like a wolf detective, Mel Marcus? Who knows? Who? When? Who's gonna kill next? <laughs> having a good old-fashioned sleepover with guns though with guns yes everything about this predator is an orthodox it's not human it's not canine it's one of them one of what a lycanthrope a what lycanthrope like a werewolf oh, look at it Dad, in here oh. how did they get out 
Are we really in a Mexican standoff right now? Baby, don't say Mexican. Just stand up. You know, we're probably just gonna head out. Wait, this is we're just, just pull it. Oh, here we got it on our own. It's just this way. Hey, you go ahead. Please. No, spare oh, me. Oh, please. Please. Oh, please. please don't bum the lock. Oh, my goodness. I could have gotten it. A snowstorm traps town residents together inside the local inn where the newly arrived forest ranger Finn and postal worker Cecily must try to keep the peace and uncover the truth behind a mysterious creature that's begun terrorizing the community. So, uh, first impressions. I don't have to ask when you guys first saw this. Chances are <laughs> it's so new you just saw it recently. Yeah. Dante, so you go first. You know, I was honestly really excited to uh, watch this film because... You know, I am an avid gamer. Uh, I'm a lot of our listeners may not, even my fans, they may not know that, but I am an avid gamer. And I first actually encountered Werewolves Within way back in flipping 2016, I believe, on my Oculus Rift. So, like OG, like, wow. you know, VR system. So I was excited because you know how difficult it is to transform games that are semi good. Yeah. <laughs> into good movies you know what i mean yeah um so i loved it right off the bat because i just loved how they transformed that whole like medieval fantasy town because it you know that was the focus of the game but in the movie it was like everybody was sort of in the end you know what i mean but they, they kept the characters pretty much true and true so i i loved it i i was excited nice Nice. Michael? Um, I had no idea it was based on a game, actually, uh, until after I had watched it. And in fact, I don't even know where I heard that. Oh, maybe I was watching it in end credits or something. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I hate to be a dick, but I hated this movie. Oh. Uh, yeah, we have, I think we have opposite uh, uh, impressions. Yeah, I, I didn't like the characters very much. I thought it was kind of pointless. Well, the game. Yeah. What? I said the game's pointless. <laughs> oh, yeah, but see, I don't. I didn't have that frame of reference. I was just looking at it as a movie, and I was like, okay, yeah. So, first impression, hated it. <laughs> hated it. That's hated funny. it. Thanks. Funny. I hate it. I I had I had no idea this was based on the game. Um, I learned about it in my research afterwards. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, you know, I had never heard of it till I saw it pop on up, pop up on Hulu, and it looked yeah. interesting. And it, you know, we were kind of looking for a thirteenth werewolf movie to throw in. So um, I have to say, I enjoyed it. I was surprised by how well done it was. I loved the attention to detail um, with the overlapping dialogue and the nutty characters. Uh, it reminded me, you know, of pretty much anybody up here in Maine. <laughs> you could meet characters like those. Um, and it was, it was, I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised, but I had no idea it was based on a game. So, so Dante's comparatively speaking, and I know, like you said, it was, it was based, the game itself takes place in the medieval times and they modernized it. What's your comparison of the game versus the movie? <laughs> Well, you know, like Michael said, uh, you know, he absolutely hated it. But um, I, you know, as, you know, it again, it's hard for, you know, games to be um, uh, adapted. adapted. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, hard for games to be adapted. But see, the, the game is sort of um, set up like Mafia. Um, I don't know if any any of our oh yeah is that the Facebook uh, game? Uh, Facebook, uh, Xbox, um, it, it's sort it's everywhere now. You they even have like a little you know tap tap to play phone game too. Um, so it's sort of set up like that, um, and the game really does rely on um, like. I don't know what the technical term is, but basically it, it sort of relies on the player's attempt to uncover each other's role, um, you know, in in the game. So kind of like Clue, but bigger. Um, so that's like a whole genre. And with the movie, spoiler alert to everyone, this was also done by uh, Ubisoft. Uh, I'm such a I'm such a nerd and I'm such a, a game person. That's why I <laughs> 
<laughs> that's really bad but they actually make really good stuff they've done all of the assassin's creed this is actually the second movie that they've done the first movie that they did was uh assassin's creed so like i was very excited to watch this but anyway back to <laughs> um you know the the comparison i thought like i said i thought they were true to um the characters they did make a lot of things up because this game is again it's a, a virtual reality game that relies on you to sort of make your own deductions and clues to figure out who the werewolf is hmm. um, so it's kind of hard to do that uh with 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 the game but they like i said they they kept it you know true and they shot it in new york um it was very it even sort of looked kind of you know new yorky um and it was a little low budget looking but like i said it it went with the game which is what i expected <laughs> um and i love finn uh finn was pretty cool so okay i spoiled a lot sorry people no it's all right they've been well good <laughs> Um, yeah, he was great. He was really funny in this. And I love how he's just, he, he could barely bring himself to swear. Even, even when he did swear towards the end of the movie, he like apologized and, and, yeah. you know, used euphemisms or instead F he said effing instead of fucking, you know? Yeah, well, it's yeah. the, it's again, it's like the medieval euphemisms, you know, like you, you, the game is sort of, I mean, and I was surprised actually, what is the rating on this? This is Hulu, right? There's so. Yeah, did, I didn't look to see what the rating was actually. Did we know what the rating was on it? I can look it up real quick here. Um, I would guess it's R because there was some blood and shredding, and but who knows? <laughs> PG thirteen yeah. gets away with a lot these days. Yeah, yeah, it's and and but that that's why I enjoyed the movie so much because the game is just I mean it's not scary. It's you know it's sort of open world you know VR um it's like clue based you know so so in the game are you like a stranger in the town and you have to figure out who the werewolf is is that how it's run flip yes fuck yes i can say that right <laughs> yeah yes yeah, so you can say like, well, that's yeah. why i like that's why i was attracted to the game because it, like i'm dating myself really bad but it sort of reminded me of like dungeons and dragons possibly mm -hmm. um and that was why i fell in love with it <laughs> so you know I think you guys need to check out the VR game. Yeah, after. yeah. it's rated R. It is rated R. Holy fuck! Yeah. That's even more impressive too. Like, okay, you guys really have to play the game. Yeah, because <laughs> it's such a. I mean, it's such a dark contrast. Like even, even um, you know, some of the um vampires in the game come across very Count Dracula ish, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like it's it's <laughs> silly, you know, it's not like you get what I mean? Right. Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> Mike was like, no, no. No, no, no. I'm I'm just I'm just learning. I, I don't know anything about the game. Yes. Um are, I did like are. Finn. I I liked Finn's speech about nice when she picked on him about being nice. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with being nice. And like the way he uh, that speech where he kind of went off on her about that. I, I liked that. I thought that was cool um, because people often do talk about being nice as a negative. Are you just too nice? You know, and <laughs> I liked that, that he you know, went off on that. Yeah. yeah. And I just love how it's just playfully thrilling like that. Mm. That is. And, and I think that's a good way to kind of describe it. it um it's not really scary at home but it's like playfully thrilling like even though it's rated r like parents please forgive me for for saying this i would actually let my child watch this because it is uh yeah play, playfully thrilling mm. um is that bad that i said that no right? i let my grandson watch he he was in and out while i was watching it but he watched the final scene because he liked the werewolf yeah because so. i mean there's no like there's no urgent need to, um, you know, in like in the movie, like I feel like there's no urgency to feel like, you know, oh my god, I need to figure out who the who the you know werewolf is or or any danger for that 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 you know because there's so much comedy. You get what I'm saying? That, that's mm. what I think. the The movie is layered. I mean, you got characters like I said, the overlapping dialogue. 
Um, it, this is one of those movies that, as I was taking my notes, I finally stopped at a certain point because we could just sit down and, and, and rattle off every single joke and we'd be here probably longer than the film. <laughs> you know, the film's runtime. So it was just like this. There's this one f- humorous thing after another. There's some that are muttered under people's breaths. Um, there's so many little things. I, I, I did want to point out. Well, first, actually, before we really dive into it, let me mention. So the director is um, a guy named Josh Rubin, who's uh, this is, I believe this. No, this is not his directorial debut. He did a, f- a film called um, Scare Me which was supposed to be really good. I uh, debuted at the Sundance Film Festival in 2020. And then um, I guess, you know, because of that, Shudder and or AMC and whoever else, they liked it enough to get him attached to this project. Hmm. Um, and he's also been, he's been part of, he's a founding member of College Humor's Originals Department. And he's, he's created stuff like um, The Last Degree of Kevin Bacon, which is a <coughs> part of the funnier die thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know anything that about before. that, but um, and I, I thought this was funny. The writer, ironically enough, her name is Mishnah Wolf with two F's. <laughs> oh, gosh, boy. Talk about yeah. incidents there. I noticed that it was like um, David Webb directing Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> oh. So she's relatively new, didn't have a lot of credits. Um, but yeah, this this movie also it, it reminded me of um, the 1974 Peter Cushing film The Beast Must Die, which was another one of those movies where somebody's a werewolf and it's a mystery as to who it is. And um, you know, the, the, there's a lot there's a lot through this film that I thought was pretty cool. Like I loved the running jokes. Like, did you notice what Finn's ringtone was? I didn't even catch it. It, I noticed it during the movie, but I don't remember. We have what to it watch was. it again. It da, 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 da. <laughs> it's the theme from. Um, uh, oh my god, <laughs> my brain is not working. It's um, Gone with the Wind. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> yeah, because I. Oh god! I heard it. I was like, wait a minute! I'm like, that's a Gone with the Wind theme. <laughs> it's, I, I wouldn't have named. It. I wouldn't have been able to name it, but it sounded familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me, and I have not seen Gone with the Wind. I actually have it in my DVD collection. Well, it's a VHS, but I have not watched it. So. I haven't watched it in like 30 years. I have actually a double video cassette box set of it. I only oh. watched it once, and it was because my high school girlfriend basically insisted. <laughs> it just seems so like boring. I'm not going to lie. I just, yeah. I've. Although I got to admit, there was one. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I have this bad habit of jumping in when people are in mid sentence. Um, but um there was the only thing i really remember about that movie was uh something i was not expecting which i thought was so cool was there was one bit where what's the woman's name scarlet she's at the top of the of a staircase in her house and there's a soldier coming up the stairs towards her sort of like laughing to himself like oh what I'm going to do to you when I get a hold of you or whatever. And she waits until he gets to the top of the stairs. And then she pulls a gun out that she's been hiding behind her skirt and shoots him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and he like goes backwards down the stairs. And I, I think I sat bolt upright and went, that was awesome. <laughs> My girlfriend's like, of course you would like the most violent moment. <laughs> That's funny. All I remember yeah. from it was, um, uh, well, two things. One is of course the iconic, um, uh, what's his name uh, saying? Clark frankly, Gable. my dear. Yeah, Clark Gable saying, "Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn," which was yeah. <laughs> horrific back then, you know. <laughs> and uh, George Reeves has a small part in it. Superman TV. No way. Superman. Yeah. Huh. I forget who he is. He's like one of her suitors or something. Um. So yeah. So Sam Rich- Richardson played Finn here. He's um. He's been in a bunch of comedies. He was even in the American version of The Office. Um, I'm not super familiar with his career. Dantes, you, I think you mentioned you might be. You know, I I don't know too much about his career either, to be honest with you. I, oh, God, I sound so awful. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. He, he's another one. Um, pretty much most of these actors in this movie, uh, I sometimes fall into this trap where they've been in tons of stuff, but it's nothing I've ever seen. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, I... You know, but honestly, like whose performance I really enjoyed. I, I liked Milana. She was very sassy. She sort of, um, you know, she was like the, I, I hate to say cookie cutter, like, you know, classic, you know, 
friend, home girl, like everything's going to be all right. And, you know, and I, I enjoyed her performance too. It really only, I think only three people really truly, you know, carried, carried the film. The rest of it was sort of um, forgetful. Yeah. yeah and it, it was the crazy antics of the, the wacky citizens, you know, I got to admit, I'll go ahead. Go. No, 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 no. Go ahead, Michael. I was going to say, I didn't know it was going to be a comedy. Like I had no <laughs> idea that that was, I didn't, I never saw it as categorized as like a horror comedy. So I started watching it, expecting it to be like a werewolf, werewolf movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was like really irreverent. Oh, that not, was such a letdown, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm watching, I'm like watching the beginning. I'm like, all right, he's going to be the funny character. And then it just kind of kept going. I'm like, is something going to die soon? Like when is the, <laughs> when is the horror going to kick in? <laughs> when does it start? The, the lady's puppy got eaten. <laughs> Oh gosh, I, that was so sad. But the, what, what made it worse was because the, all of a sudden, you know, the, she sees that the leash is being yanked, oh, so she starts right. pulling it back. I'm like, the things around its neck—if it's stuck in something, you're gonna strangle the poor thing. Right. What an idiot. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So. And, and, oh, go ahead. And it it builds you up so much, you know, you know, like he said, you know, so. I like I said, I was really, really, really looking forward to it. it. But it was it was bad, but good in every way possible. If, yeah, if I can say that, like can't be good. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Um, like I enjoyed the cheapness of it. <laughs> it had a very sci-fi channel look to it, which I thought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you and mentioned. Also, oh, go ahead, Mike. Was uh, was the the title is Werewolves. Was there more than one in the movie and I just missed it? No. no. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> I was like waiting for there to be like four or five of them. And then I was like, wait, did that's I a good point. Something? I hadn't considered that. <laughs> you know, and I, I honestly, and you know, I, like I said, you know, we, we know like, you know, they, they did, you know, really, really, really long dialogue also, too, in this film. And I think that might be why some people hmm. found it boring. Hmm. See, I didn't get that. I, I noticed that they were long, but it was the, the patter of of the jokes, the one after the other and the, the layered of the people saying stuff over other people and then the people muttering under their breaths. I, I kind of like that because I've watched this now three times since we I recommended wow. it. Oh, and, um, okay. really? Yeah. And uh, every time I get more jokes that I didn't get the first time around. Maybe I would like it better if I watched it again. Maybe. I and I, I'll bet you 10 bucks too, you, you know, walking into it and not expecting it to be a comedy uh, threw you off. And that yeah. could color your opinion of it. Yeah, um, I didn't think it was boring. I I just yeah, I, I didn't think it was boring. I thought the dialogue was fine, um, and the characters were mostly fine. I I think I just expected it to be darker and harsher, and and there was a fair amount of like what I felt like were sort of stereotypical, predictable bits in it, and I was like, okay, come on, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. so a lot of it, I guess, was maybe expectations or you know. So um, and then when she did change into a werewolf, it was like I was like, okay, they sort of went in a, like an original direction, kind of. That she didn't look exactly like every other werewolf you've seen before. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Even the even the final fight sequence, I thought they could have been more creative with it. Sort of, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dante, as you mentioned, her of course of Milana Vaintrub. Um, she plays Cecily Moore here. Every, I think everybody at home, in fact, that's why I thought Spencey would be on this episode, because she's the AT&T chick on the commercials. Yeah. Uh, I thought she looked familiar. Okay. Yeah. So, and I was I was happy for I, her that she got a real role. <laughs> yeah. She seems to have a, a large um, credit list, although, of course, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, now. okay. Um, let me look it up real quick here, because I, I, there was nothing I, mean, I recognized, but uh, yeah. so that's why I didn't write it down in my notes. <laughs> Yeah, she's cute, and she can act. I'm, I don't want to say she's just cute, but she 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 did her performance was good in this. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing is that she can act. Um, oh yeah, she was on that TV show This Is Us. That's kind of like a chick show. I think my wife used to watch it. and She got bored with it. Um, yeah, like Marvel Rising, the initiation. She did the voice of Squirrel Girl. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just oh, Robot Chicken. She did a voice on Robot Chicken. So she's in a, been in a bunch of stuff. 
um oh she was building in, up her resume yeah yeah she's been doing it let's see since uh she was on key and peel um since 1995 she was on an episode of er so she must have been like a little kid on that yeah that's what i'm thinking and then yeah she played a little kid on days of our lives in 96 and then it really wasn't until 2001 oh yeah she was on the show lizzie mcguire which was a kids show from back then yeah yeah that's sort of my gin i remember that awful show (laughs) so folks if you've ever wanted to know how old i am i'm lizzie mcguire and hillary duff (laughs) That's okay. Yep. Mike and I are, are six million dollar man old. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a great way of saying. Yeah. Age us by the stuff that we watched when we were. Really no, that, small. That, yeah, we should do a show like that. Uh, you should do a show like that, uh, Rigor. To that would be really, really hilarious because you'd start hearing some some stuff you haven't heard. Well, I'm a rector set old. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. <laughs> Definitely, we'll do that. That's a good now. idea. Nostalgia episode. Stuff that ages <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So then let's run through the cast here. If there's anybody else, uh, Wayne Duvall played Sam Parker. He was the guy that was trying to install the pipeline. Oh yeah, he's been in tons of stuff. Um, and in fact, Dante, as you might know this, he was the voice of the local pedestrian in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, and I absolutely enjoy that game because the acting is very, very good. So you guys should check that out, too. Yeah, like I said, if I start playing video, I mean, I have the PS2 and I play with my grandson every day pretty much. But if I get a whole better system, forget it. I'm never going to get anything done because <laughs> that's all I'll be doing. just have to manage your time better. You just have to say, okay. These are the days that I have to do this, 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 and this, and I'm only going to make this amount of time for the game. Right, right. Well, I mean, I I like it. I find it therapeutic. Um, I just, like I said, I started playing them again, um, and I actually wish I had my Oculus Rift um, so I could actually play Werewolves Within again um, just because of the... I don't even know. I have to see if they have a, a regular copy now, actually, somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Like a PC game or something. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't, I'm not interested in getting another uh, VR headset. That actually makes your neck bad. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I'm i afraid. I don't want to do that game, that kind of gaming either. <laughs> it's like, we like, could oh. already be in the matrix as it is, and we're going to go f- we within a virtual game and then go into another virtual game. <laughs> oh, God, imagine how stupid Zuckerberg must feel after all, spending all of his money tra- transforming Facebook into meta. <laughs> right, which, is that gone? I don't even hear about it anymore. <laughs> exactly, like, no one's in the metaverse. I mean, like, <laughs> like he might have, what, 100,000, 200,000 people in there? That's I don't funny. know. But the... I know, I'm Mike. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it, but Don says, "Have you ever heard of a British comedy called Red Dwarf?" I've heard of this before. It's it's a sci-fi comedy. It's been on since the '80s, and and they'll take a few years off and come back again. But um, they've got about like I don't know, like twelve seasons under their belt. But basically, um, in the it, it's wicked funny. It's a spoof of a lot of sci-fi stuff, and in it, there's um, in a couple episodes, there's this game called Better Than Life that the characters find themselves in. It's like they don't even realize they're in the game until something happens and it wakes them up. And it just, things just get out of control. <laughs> it's it's really funny. I highly recommend it. Red Dwarf is just, it's just a great show. <laughs> yeah, I remember you quoting it and stuff, but I never watched it. <laughs> I was like aware, aware of it, but I never watched it's, it myself. It's this, um, what it is, is there's this mining ship way, you know, way <laughs> off into the future. And um uh, something happens. One of the characters accidentally repla- uh, repairs something incorrectly, so radiation gets on the ship and kills everyone. But the main character, Dave Lister, was in stasis um, as punishment because he had smuggled his pet cat on board who was pregnant. So three million years later, the ship's computer wakes him up, and then um, it it revives Rimmer as a hologram, His uh, the guy who missed replaced the thing and was co- basically caused everyone to die. And he's a total jackass. And Lister's just sort of this laid back, kind of a slob kind of guy. And then, of course, the cat had babies and the babies evolved into a race of cats. And they had a holy war 
over the color of like these um, donut stand hats, what color they should be. <laughs> and so they pretty much wiped each other out. And when then the rest of them just flew off into space somewhere. So there's one cat left behind and he's because he's the idiot. So you've got you've got Rimmer, Lister, and the cat, and then Holly, the computer, and it's just this whacked out show that's hysterical. Um, so, Cats anyways, evolve into a race that's hysterical. Yeah, they, and he had a laundry list, and they thought it was like holy writings, and or a star chart, and he's like, "This is my laundry list." <laughs> and the cat says to him, "When they finally figured out, cat goes, if you're a god, why that face?'" Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, if you if you could give yourself any face you wanted, would you pick that one? For? <laughs> right. So and, and Rimmer, oh, Rimmer's a hologram, so he he can't touch anything. But then by the third season, he becomes hard light, so he can actually touch things. He's almost indestructible, yet he's this total cowardly jackass. <laughs> Thinks he's better than everybody else. Hard light. Yeah, I, it's I don't know, it's sci-fi. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because science, you know. Because science, yeah, right, exactly. Oh, my God. So um, one last person I just wanted to bring up was the owner of the inn, Janine Sherman, was played by Catherine Curtin, and she's another one who's been in a ton of stuff, and the the one I remember her from was Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I remember that. Stranger Things? Hey, Rigor, are we just not going to talk about the guy who was shot with a crossbow and no blood came out? Oh, which which guy? um, Joaquin? Yeah, Yeah. I remember in the chest and there was no blood that came out i know (laughs) oh yeah it's that kind of reminded me of like a naked gun almost like just fucking obscene (laughs) like (laughs) on for like they're like you know what (laughs) we know like we're a fucking stupid movie but we're just gonna make you laugh (laughs) yeah 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 but yeah Yeah, i think if i that was like most brilliant pieces of the film though like it, it, I don't, you, 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 they knew though that they were gonna be sort of looked at like, you know, like a shit film. And I just enjoy the fact that they really didn't take them themselves too seriously. Like, it really, really does remind me of sort of like, um, almost like Dead and Loving It. Do you remember that? Dracula, yeah, the Mel Brooks one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it was just, Awful. I thought it was brilliant. So I got to, you know, cheers to them. I have to, you know, I think I might actually end up watching that as one of like my Halloween uh, movies again. Mm. Just because like, I, I mean, I really do enjoy that. It, like, I feel like it goes in that canon. Like we always do that on 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 this show as compared to other films. But like, I, I really do compare this to like, like the Mel Brooks, you know, film. Um, even um gosh, what is that other other horror con Shaun of the Dead? Do you guys remember oh, that? Yes. Oh yeah. Love that movie. Like it it so it is like fucking brilliant with the slapstick comedy. And like I love that a lot of the the perceived violence actually takes place off the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like when, um, you know, the woman, like, I forget who it was. They, they shot and killed the, killed the gal, but you didn't see it. And it was like totally off the screen. So it kind of gives a, a, a vintage quality about it too. Even though it was just as gory, it was still, um, sort of like 70s style. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which are you talking about? Werewolves Within or Shaun of the Dead? Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Werewolves Within. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely got that vibe too. I guess they had to make up the the whole postal thing on her, um, you know, on her uniform because they couldn't get permission to use the U.S. Postal Service logo, so they just made one up. But you know, I believe that though. I believe that so much. In fact, I think we were talking about that. I think once before offline, we were talking about um, a lot of movies uh, using different different logos and stuff because they can't actually use. Right, the real one. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But this movie got, um, according to Rotten Tomatoes and another site called Metacritic, it's the highest rated critic scores for a film based on a video game. 
Get the sleep out of here. Yeah, despite the fact that Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were not in it. So, oh, thank God. <laughs> you know what is so bad about you? It's so bad that you're, we're talking about that because those two movies are light years away. <laughs> Just because you can do something live action doesn't mean that you can. And 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 this is one of those. You know, and I'm very proud of them for actually going the route that they did with the film because it could have actually been worse than what it was. You know, by them trying to take take it. Oh my gosh! You know, we're this big you know video game company. We have this you know open world VR game. Let's try and make it. You know, uh, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I just appreciate that they kept it lighthearted. But gory, yeah, and it, like I said, it just reminds me of like one of those old horror 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 films from the seventies, where you know you you know what's coming <laughs> <laughs> because the script is sort of good. Yeah, but I, that's a good thing or a bad thing. Am I rambling? No, no, no. I mean, I I enjoyed the fact that I had no idea it was based on a game. So I didn't have any expectations walking into this. The only thing was I had watched the trailer and I realized it was going to be funny. And I think I had watched the first 20 minutes of it just to get a feel for it. And then I was like, all right, this looks kind of cool. So I'll recommend it as one of our films that we're going to do this year. Um, and for me, like the whole opening sequence um, is what sort of sets everything up for it to be a comedy because right away and and little details too like right away you got the dude in the woods and he pulls his wedding ring off and he's waiting to go in obviously to cheat on his wife and then of course he gets killed and then we see Finn driving down the road and it says twenty nine point five days later <laughs> I'm like all right this is this is setting it up to be funny <laughs> yeah you know what what movie does a half a day <laughs> you know. Right, and he's got like Finn has this laminated picture of his girlfriend hanging from his rearview mirror, so you can tell he's like got this weird. He he can't let go of her until he's finally talking to Cecily, and he's like, "I'm broken up, aren't I?" <laughs> um, she just sort of lays it out for him. She's like, "Well, you're not living together. You're living, you know, miles apart. You don't talk on the phone." He's like, "Well, well we kind of text." He kind of mutters, you know. It's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, we're broken up, aren't we?" I don't know. I think just because something's supposed to be funny doesn't necessarily mean it's funny. Like, I hate to be the wet blanket in this conversation. But like, <laughs> I just didn't think that stuff was particularly I, – I got that it was, like, lighthearted and he's he's kind of a goof and he's just figuring it out. But also it was like, okay, he gets to the town and, like, immediately there's, like, this, oh, they're going to end up together. Like, there was no – and then I don't know. And then by the time we realized she was the werewolf, it was already obvious that she was the werewolf. And then she went into this whole big long speech. And I was right. like, oh my God, girl. And then she turns into the werewolf and he's hiding from her. <laughs> and I'm like, she's not even like exploring the whole place looking for him. She's just running back and forth in one room while he hides around the corner. I'm like, how hard would it be for her to find him? And then right. he kills her. And then she gets up again, of course. And it's just like, wouldn't she smell and, him? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, and or hear him, and it's like these anticlimactic deaths, and and I don't know, I I I hate to be a like a dick, but like I just it didn't it just didn't work for me. I I liked Finn, but I didn't like the I like they set up these characters in the beginning, and I kept thinking, oh, later on that something weird is going to happen with them, or you know, um, I I I don't know, I, I just yeah. I mean uh, <laughs> Like the dialogue was good, but the script overall, the plot overall, I think I had a problem with. I okay, yeah. So I will agree. I will agree with that. The 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 script was a, the script was a little thin. I thought the dialogue was long. Um, I thought it was really long. I, I felt myself at times like getting uninterested in the middle of dialogue just because it was so long. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I love the stuff though. Like you know, like the two the two wacky um, the mechanic lady and stuff. And they come up to the door and they're like, "Our shitter's broke," and he's like, "The streets all storm fucked." <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I could totally see people in Maine talking like that, you know, because they do. <laughs> That's you know, I, I that you know, and this movie for me, 
if I had to give it a, a grade, I'd give it a strong C plus. I'd give it a C plus because it it has it has that cheap quality about it too. You know, yeah, um, it's kind of red boxy. Is Redbox still around? Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> I think it was produced by Redbox, wasn't it? One of the movies we just watched, maybe it was Dog Soldiers. Oh, it I said at the beginning, it said Redbox or something. I think. Oh, oh I didn't. Okay, I think I'll have to look that up. I like the um the the running joke of the snowshoes. She's like, mm-hmm. he really likes his snowshoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, when they said there was a storm coming, I thought, all right, here we go. Like, at, you know, when the movie, as the, after we establish all this stuff about who who's lives in the town, they're going to get slammed by some kind of a blizzard and everybody's going to be like panicking and they're going to be trapped and this thing is going to be hunting them. And the storm, they talked about the storm coming and I guess it sort of came, but it just wasn't. I don't, I don't know. Like, man, if you've ever actually been in a snowstorm, that wasn't much of a snowstorm. No. <laughs> you know? And they set it up in a clever way, though, even though, it, like you said, it didn't pay off, which where the um, it was on the radio at the beginning. Yeah. You hear the announcer true. talking about it. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like that they did that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it had all the makings of a cult classic. It was really good. And I kept thinking to myself that it was on, you know, the same level as Clue. But then when the ending happened, you know, it was like the whole movie fell apart. <laughs> and the guy who wanted the pipeline, the he his character was just like the the mustache twirling bad guy. Like I'm bad because I'm bad, you know. Right. There was no there was no depth to him at all. Like he's just a selfish capitalist prick, and you know. Uh, and, and anyway, I hunt bears for a living, you know, for, as a hobby. <laughs> I kind of I liked the guy who lived out in the middle of nowhere, and everybody was afraid to go to his house because he at least showed different sides of himself during the movie. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Whereas the other guy who was like the villain, villain, he was just the same in every scene. Yeah. I don't want to keep making excuses for Ubisoft. I love Ubisoft. I do. Um, but I, you know, a lot of these characters, you know, they they really just pulled out of thin air because in the game yeah these these villagers you know people in the village like they don't really have names so they built this world uh you know this this world based off of what they thought was popular you know culturally <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i hate to say it folks but we have another i mean we have us a walk werewolves within film so i think that might be why it's a little um what did you call it i I call it like a woke yeah like a woke werewolves within film it it it, and what i mean by that is the werewolf is is it's a polite werewolf (laughs) (laughs) oh politically correct werewolf (laughs) politically correct werewolf who doesn't want to offend people and that's why the the building collapsed it, it at least you know script scripturally at least why I feel like the movie sort of <laughs> I didn't even think of it being woke but huh I'm not saying you're wrong I'm just saying it didn't occur to me yeah I I, I never think about that <laughs> but I just thought it was funny that he was just uber polite I didn't get that you know he was being politically correct, but um, I mean, he, it was kind of funny, you know. The guy, the damn hippie, has done tore our sign down again, and look, they sprayed a painted an X on it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a great little joke too, because he's he's saluting, and um, oh, how did he say it? Finn says, um, "It it's never the left." And he's like, that's right, son. Never the left. I love how you think. And she goes, uh, no, yes. that's not what he meant. <laughs> I heard that one. Yeah. That was the, the pipeline guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. No, like it was the, the dude bit- that got his fingers blown off. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I liked it when when uh, uh, Cecily and, and Finn were about to kiss and then his phone rang. Yeah. And then, then he answers. She's like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, is this happen really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm th- so I'm I'm, in, I'm watching it going, dude. Oh, dude. No, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, what are you doing? the phone. I almost wish that the movie would have been a little bit longer because that way we could have seen a lot of the characters 
be fleshed out a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So it was very short, but then again, that's why I gave it the sci-fi to decide. Because <laughs> it just, it almost feels like it was rushed together. You know, it's mm. so short. I do have to give, what's the name of the actress that played Cecily? Uh, the, hold on. It's uh, uh, Milana Vaintrub. Okay, Milana. I got to give her credit, though. She she did a really good job of being, like, cute and charming and unassuming and then a little bit sarcastic and sassy and then really flirtatious. And then, like, her sarcasm got a little darker. And then she just – just it was like a, a, a evolution. And then she got to the point where she just started letting her true colors show and, and the, the, like, the, the – the sweetness that had turned to sarcasm was now turning into like a little bit of, I don't know, malevolence or something. And when she finally said, I forget exactly what she said, something right before she transformed, she said something like you could be one of the weak sheep or you could be me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she starts changing and I was like, all right, that was kind of cool. Like yeah. that, <laughs> like to say that and then break out into werewolf form. I thought that was cool. I, I thought it was funny too that the the guy that lived uh, what was it what was his name the one that lived off in the woods by himself there um, mm. that was uh, where is his where is he uh, Flint um, he shows up finally shows up at the end and he's like yeah I want to be a good neighbor like Mister Rogers and and then she ends up like stabbing him with her claws or whatever and he goes down and then finally she's killed by the landlady with the crossbow. And yeah. what's his name? Finn is just sort of standing there, kind of, you know, collecting his thoughts or whatever. And Flint is like off screen, off camera. He's like, uh, can you help me out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, shit, sorry. Yeah, but she, uh, yeah. One thing that they kept mentioning, they had no idea what the hell they were talking about. What the heck is kombucha? It's like some kind of a weird herbal drink or something that's not alcoholic but it supposedly like makes you kind of woozy or i don't know i don't like it it's not tasty to me every time i buy like pour it out yeah it's kind of think of it yeah like like beer but without all of the the positive after effects i suppose (laughs) i I always think of it as like liquid marijuana or something like i don't don't know oh i don't know if that's that might not be an accurate description but no, I, I don't like it. It just it kind of gives me like um, a fiery feeling in my nose, like you know, after you eat a bunch of uh, horseradish, that that type of feeling. I would yeah, know. I, I don't eat horseradish. <laughs> or, or or like wasabi, if you have tuna, or I mean not tuna, but um, good God, my brain, excuse me, wasabi, wasabi. I don't <laughs> eat anything spicy. So, <laughs> what is it called, guys? Holy cow! I can't think. The little, the little Asian yeah, roll. that's oh, the Asian roll. No, the little white, the green stuff that you eat with. Uh, that's that's wasabi. Okay, all right. Oh god, that sounds so bad. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just said the little Asian rolls, whatever they're called. Yes, with the with the wasabi. <laughs> that's what I mean. <clears throat> yeah, the, the little yeah, the sushi rolls, the Cal- oh. those California rolls. Or <laughs> Rolls that would have been so awful. Like I would have gone out and be like, "Yes, can I have some of those delicious Asian rolls that you guys make?" <laughs> well, I, I mean, what else are you going to say? They're politically I, I, correcting us out of being able to say if, anything. If it comes from, all right, WebMD kombucha ingredients. What is kombucha? Kombucha, kombucha is a fizzy, sweet and sour drink made with tea. Many people say it helps relieve a or prevent a variety of health problems, everything from hair loss to cancer and AIDS. What? There's little scientific evidence to back up the claims, but some elements of the drink may be good for you. It's been around for nearly 2,000 years, first brewed in China, then spread to Japan and Russia, became popular in Europe in the 20th century, in the U.S. as a health and energy drink, yada, yada, yada. Hmm. Hmm. Yeast, sugar, black tea... Bacteria and acids from the drink. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Yeah, because it does have like that probiotic-y type taste. Huh. Sauerkraut, kimchi, cabbage. Ooh. Good lord! And not that's not oh. that it's in it, but the, the fermentation process is similar. Oh. Yeah, I didn't like it because that's the the key thing I forgot to mention is that it's fermented and it does taste like it. Oh, it's yeah. a probiotic. It's it's got bacteria in it. That's probiotic. 
You're going to get me some of that uh, alcoholic cabbage there. (laughs) (laughs) But I... What I just thought about, guys, and and I do see a connection between this film and one of the other topics uh, from um, the 13 Days of Hollow October is there's a direct connection between this film and American Werewolf in London. Like, I feel like this film was trying really hard to perhaps kiss up or pay homage to American Werewolf in London, but it just did it um, sort of bad <laughs> <laughs> poorly <laughs> oh, i did like the irony though that he stabs the snowshoe in her neck before she gets hit by the crossbow <laughs> i'm he- sorry i just had a sneezing fit um I, so i muted myself can can you elaborate on the american werewolf connection a little bit i mean it 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 wanted to kind of instill like all of those same type of feelings, you know, just being in a strange place and not know, you know, being afraid of the strange outsiders, AKA immigrants, <laughs> <laughs> not trusting the outsiders. The outsiders are bad. That's uh, true. Yeah. You know, uh, outsiders and stay off the Mars. Yeah. yeah. Stick to the roads. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> But I and I just thought about that because I'm like, boy, it, you know, it almost had it. It almost did, but it, 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 the comedy wasn't strong enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, what you just reminded me of. I think when I first saw American Werewolf in London, I hated it because I didn't expect it to be funny. Yes, yes, yes. I think the first time I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck is this stupid movie? Like, where are the werewolves?" <laughs> and then. <laughs> Why are they laughing all the time? You know, and Dante, as you might recall, when we did when we talked about American Werewolf with Spencey, um, John Landis didn't didn't think it was a a comedy. He's like, I wrote the dialogue because that's how people talk. And oftentimes we say things to make each other laugh or we just happen to say things that are funny. He's like, I didn't set out to make it a comedy, but everyone kind of sort of hails it as a horror comedy, you know. And he does make a good point, because when we talk naturally every day in our lives, I think everybody goes the extra mile to try and get the person they're talking to at least to smile or laugh, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be boring. Yeah, the, act, the, the actor's delivery too made it a little bit lighter. Yeah. 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 Maybe then. I yeah. thought her wolf makeup was great. I thought um, they did a good job yeah. with that. And they didn't overdo the, the facial change. They didn't overdo any computer generated stuff. I thought it was, they yeah. kept enough off screen and on screen to sort of, to, they balanced it well what they showed you and what was off screen that I thought that it, it worked effectively. And they did something a little different from what I've seen in other movies where she, <clears throat> she sort of, you can see her like starting to feel the change coming over her. And then it seemed like she chose to drop down to all fours and then the transformation went into high gear so yeah, instead of just like standing there and having everything you know come out and then remaining on two legs, so she that yeah yeah it was kind of I just had never I don't think I've seen that in another movie before. It was kind of an interesting touch. Yeah, yeah, they did a good job with that. So all right, guys, uh, final thoughts on uh, Werewolves Within. Michael, why don't you go first? Um, I liked the main. I liked Finn. I liked Cecily, and I liked the 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 lumberjack style dude who lived out in the middle of nowhere flint but overall flint but overall i thought the story i didn't know it was going to be funny i didn't know it was based on a video game and i found the plot kind of predictable and it just didn't do much for me it wasn't uh, yeah i thought the characters were fine but the story and the plot the way they executed things was was lame <laughs> dantes well, you know, I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna be neutral, and I'm gonna give this a healthy 2.9 stars because, although I do believe it's a good film, I also believe it's an absolute waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> the characters are completely one-dimensional, and you could kind of figure out the twist halfway through the movie. So again, I'm gonna say, if you guys want a good horror werewolf film. Maybe go check out, you know, American Werewolf in London, or if you really want to go a little 
farther to the left and see some really twisted horror shit comedy, go watch Shaun of the Dead. That's brilliant. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> nice. I feel bad, Dante's, because the beginning today, you talked about how you love this movie, and I, I like feel like I took so much of a piss on it that it changed your opinion. <laughs> and you, you, you actually, yeah, you, 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 you made me rethink everything because I'm like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess it was a waste of time. <laughs> but if you enjoy it, then that's it's fine. It's good, you know. I mean, I, I there's plenty of things that that I think are objectively awful, but I love them. So like a good film, it's not an excellent film. It's just good. It's something that'll pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna take the complete polar opposite opinion and say I I was pleasantly su- surprised by this. I loved it. I th- I was laughing from beginning to ending. Um, I, you know, I really enjoyed what really struck me was the, the, the intricate nature of the overlapping dialogue and the little bits of attention to detail of things that were being said or things that were done that I thought I, I put a lot of credit on the director for crafting a movie like that. I think that there was a lot to, a lot more to it when you, it's one of those films that, yeah, you're right. It's a pot boiler. It's one you maybe, you know, eventually just throw on in the background if you ever watch it again, you know, at a party or something, or maybe even have a, you know, a drinking party watching it. Um, but I, I liked it. Um, yeah. Some of it's weak. Um, I, I was surprised and I meant to ask this question. Did you guys, suspect that she was the werewolf like i was kind of surprised I, I, I think i just sort of suspected it like right before she admitted it or something but at that point it was pretty obvious yeah i didn't i didn't suspect it until like maybe five minutes before she revealed it to him yeah there was yeah. a point where i was like oh i thought the air i thought the werewolf was outside of the town not one of the characters that we were watching <clears throat> and then her her demeanor changed a little bit and i was like wait a minute oh yeah yeah i think that's about where i it came across me I, I i will agree it wasn't super obvious you know who who the the werewolf was mm-hmm. um i didn't figure it out i think probably until maybe like 10 minutes before it actually happened i'm like oh crap she is it yeah <laughs> and they set it up too she right at the, at the beginning she says i'm the seventh child of blah 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 and, I right. was like, oh, I, it didn't even dawn on me. <laughs> and the guy who got his hand bitten off, I thought he was going to turn into into one because he was bitten but didn't die. You know, and, I thought he was going to turn into a werewolf. I I did so too, but I thought I, I still believe that he got his. Well, I guess they kind of showed it in the flashback that she actually bit it because I felt like he got his fingers shot off. Oh, shot off? Yeah, I, I think everybody kind of assumed that, but then when they showed it again, her, her you know, she had blood on her lips, and uh, he was standing there holding his fingers, so she obviously bit them oh. off. But oh. I mean, they didn't do silver. They didn't do any traditional, you know, werewolf things. Nothing about the moon, really. Yeah. So we've uh, seen a couple of werewolf movies in this collection where the the uh, werewolf dies just from getting shot or you know, killed with traditional weapons. Yeah, American Werewolf, Wolf with Jack Nicholson. Um, yeah. What was the yep. other one? Oh, Wolves with Jason Momoa. They think to, to kill them, you got to rip their throats out or something. Yeah. Huh. So, all right, guys. Well, this was fun. And uh, thank yeah. you for joining me on our discussion of Werewolves Within. <laughs> <laughs> Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today's episode of this year's 13 Days of Hallotober. Don't forget to check out our website at havenpodcasts.com where you'll find our other shows, The East Meets the West, in which we discuss Shaw Brothers Kung Fu films and spaghetti westerns from the 60s to the 80s, and The Cult Movie Lounge where we talk about all cult movies all the time. And check out our live monthly streaming show, Fright Lounge, in which the best horrorologists in town discuss horror media for the seasoned horror fan, as well as introducing newbies to the genre. And at our website, you can also find my blogs, Then Is Now, The Films of John Saxon, and Horror Films of the 1970s. If you like what you're hearing, please go to wherever you download your podcast from and leave us a great review so that other listeners can find us. Thank you for joining us today, and have a wonderful October. Now podcast is intended.
intended for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during this podcast are the property of their copyright holders. All original content is copyright Jupiter Media. For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com.